0: Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast with Josie and Lily. Today we will be talking We will be talking about the hate you give, and more importantly, what something Maverick said in chapter 18. He says, living in the suburbs don't make you any less black than living in the hood.
1: So, we're going to have three segments this episode. Um, the first one being, um, stars, roots, and background, and just the community of Garden Heights. The second one being, um, almost the two versions of star kind of like her two contrasting worlds and lastly how star will be affected by all the unexpected changes going on around her okay so for the first segment we're going to be talking about how um your community and your background and roots like shape who you are as a person and the things you do so i personally think that um how you grew up and your roots, and just whether it's a tight community or not, really like always sticks with you whether you want it to or not. Like, even if you might not think it does, maybe even small things you do every day would just be little parts of that. I, can, um, yeah, I completely
0: agree. And I think that like how you keep your roots depends on the type of community you were brought up in. If it was closer, you will want to keep in touch with that and like keep with staying with that. But if you don't like, like, if you grew up in a bad, community that or that wasn't close you don't want to stay close with that and you'll be a different person yeah yeah it.
1: <clears throat> exactly like for example um with Maverick um Garden Heights even though it can be really dangerous it's a super close community like everybody knows each other like for example Mr. Lewis and like all the kids mm-hmm. and stuff so I think that's why um actually on page 345 um Goon says to Maverick when Maverick tells them that moving, he's like to the suburbs. Are you getting a minivan too? Um and then Maverick like continues on to defend himself and say how he's not well for like right in the quote that we're doing this about Maverick says he's not gonna be any less black. And I feel like um like he's just saying how even though he's moving like he's still he's gonna be a part of the community still, he's still gonna like be with everyone else and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, that is I completely agree. And just because that he's moving doesn't mean that he's going to change who he is or any of his kids are yeah that he's going to feel any differently about where he came from he's not ashamed of being in garden heights yeah exactly he doesn't care if anyone knows it
1: yeah yeah continuing on we're now in segment two and we're going to talk about um the two versions of star and kind of her contrasting worlds so williamson versus garden Heights. garden heights um Personally, I think Garden Heights was a really big part of her because that's where her community and her family was. She grew up there. That's where um, her and Khalil and Natasha were all friends. And just a whole bunch of stuff like that. I feel like that's just where her, her roots are. And um, this is where I think it um, almost connects to the first segment. Whereas um, Star, even though she loves Garden Heights, there's some things that she's probably not going to want to keep with her for the rest of her life like the memory of like seeing Natasha die and seeing Khalil get shot might be something she wants to like push back but I feel like it is always going to be part of her
0: yeah like as opposed to Williamson star it she's more she has to watch what she says all the time because she doesn't want to be known as the angry black girl she has but she is automatically cool because she is black but that doesn't help her in the way of like, feeling that she fits in because she feels different, like, and left out because she doesn't understand a lot of the things that they they have problems with, whereas opposed to her problems are much different in a way.
1: And I think a really good example of that is um, on page 339, Star said, And I knew the whole Khalil. That's who I've been speaking up for. I shouldn't deny any part of him, not even at Williamson. So I think that's, uh, like, a really good um, to back up what Josie said, like, she's being careful what she says around Williamson, like, don't, like, to not speak about Khalil too much, because they don't want to know her, as, like, she just tries to stay quiet about anything having to do with Garden Heights, and is just very careful what she says.
0: Yeah, um, that's where, like, I think her imposter syndrome comes into play. She doesn't feel like she belongs in either place, um, and when, like, both of her, like, worlds like collide it wasn't as bad as she had anticipated because she says on page 357 chris and maya walk through the gate and my stomach gets all jittery i should be used to my two worlds colliding but i never know which star i should be i can use some slang but not too much slang some attitude but not too much attitude so i'm not a sassy black girl i have to watch what i say and how i say it but i can't sound white i just think that would be a good example and stuff
1: yeah i agree that's really good i think for the third and last segment of the episode, we we will be discussing um, how Star will be and is being affected by all these unexpected changes and events that she never could have predicted, such as Khalil getting murdered right in front of her eyes, um, her trying to understand Haley and how she could act out and be so racist when she'd known her for so long, even like moving to a complete new neighborhood when everything is going on in her her home garden heights, like all the riots and everything, the jury, everything like that. Um, So I think a good example of this is like how um,
0: in the hallways after Star confronts Haley about what she says, she says, if you can give a damn about Maya, you'd apologize and at least try to see what, see why it hurt her. It's not my fault she can't get over a joke from freaking freshman year, just like it's not my fault you can't get over what happened to Khalil. How am I supposed to get over that the fact that he get over the fact that he was murdered? Yes, get over it. He was probably gonna get end up dead anyways. Are you serious? Maya says. He was a drug drug dealer and a gang ba- banger. Haley says. Somebody was gonna kill him eventually. Get over it. I repeat. She fold folds her arms and does this little neck movement. Um. Yeah. Isn't that what I said? The cop probably did everyone a favor. One less drug dealer on the street. I think it's just proving to Star that. Like that, she needs to get rid of Haley, and that she's not a good person in her life, and that it'll be a change for the better, not having her in her life, making these th- making her life much diff much more difficult, and like having someone racist in your life or like anyone who brings you down or toxic energy or anything like that.
1: Yeah, totally. I also think it's a really good example of how Star has changed as a person and become less of Williamson Scar and Garden Heights Star, um, and more of just Star, because that's something, um, confronting Haley is something she probably would not have done before, especially in the halls and a- especially in the halls and in an environment where it seemed like so many people were against Khalil. Another really big change Star is dealing with is having to move to a suburban neighborhood. Um, she's dealing with a, a lot of mixed feelings towards that, whereas on one hand, it's safer and a lot less... There's a lot less issues going on. But on the other hand, it's not her home. It's not Garden Heights. And I think a really good example of that is um, on page 373, Star says, In our new neighborhood, I can simply... In our new neighborhood, I can simply walk outside and tell my parents I'm going for a walk. Which is, um, for her, really um, important because it's nothing like that at Garden Heights.
0: Yeah, and like she also says on like the same page 373 and 374 we started moving into our new house this past weekend five days later this place doesn't feel like home yet it could be all the unpacked box boxes or the street names i don't know and it's almost too quiet no no for for 40 ounce and his creaky cart or miss pearl hollering hollering a greeting from across the street i need normal Think it's a good example on how like it's her co- contrasting like emotions on how she like how it feels to move like it's different for her it's safe it's safer for her in the new suburbs and stuff and it's like it's much different it's a big change as compared to her home in Garden Heights where there's much more violence but it's home again so she feels safer and more comfortable there whereas she hasn't gotten used to this place yet and she doesn't really like feel like she fits in with everyone there That's all for this podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye.